Thanks a million for tuning in to Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. I'm your host, Alexandre Marie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Alexandre Marie underscore talks. That's Alexandre, A L E X A N D R E Marie, M A R I E underscore talks, T A L K S, on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie is a podcast for the people by the people. I want you guys to feel as if we're on the phone. As if we're just two friends, chilling, relaxing, getting to know one another. And when I have a guest on, just imagine it's another friend with us. It's not going to be crazy formal, though I will have certain distinguished guests, such as doctors, councilmen, councilwomen, But before they get on, I'm going to let them know it's okay to let your guard down. Please be sure to follow, subscribe, listen, download on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Dizzer, and more. Truth the Breeze with Alexandria Marie is on 18 major music and podcast platforms. For a list, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Alexandre hyphen Marie, or you can go on my Instagram, Alexandre Marie underscore talks, click highlights and actually see all 18 music and podcast platforms. Again, thanks a million for tuning in. I hope you like the show. Hey everyone, this is Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie, and I am your host, Alexandre Marie. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss supporting our Black brothers. Now, the last episode, I was discussing why men find it difficult to approach, well, why Black men find it difficult to approach Black women. And I was going over some of the points from this Essence.com article that was written in February 2015. In support or lack of support from us black women was one of the points. Now, when I dig into the article, I see that the support they're asking of us is we're not offering enough support during the initial phase in their career, or in their education. As if we don't want to be there in the beginning, we just want to be there when it's all said and done and you have all your ducks in a row. Again, that's something that I can't speak for everyone, but I do know there's a lot of women out there that do want to grow with you and don't mind being there with you in the beginning. But we do have a lot of women Yes, because we want the bag and because we want him to be already situated that we're not 
willing to be there through the trials and tribulations. Or let's take uh, the show Power. Now, I'm not going to speak on Power as if I watched all seasons. I've, I've watched about one or two seasons. There's nothing against the show. I have nothing against power. I'm more into like psychological thrillers and um, medical dramas and things like that. So I watched one or two seasons. And I remember Ghost, you know, had the capital he needed and everything to open up his club. Because that was his dream. He wanted to be a club owner. And when he presented that to his wife, she was very unsupportive. And she said to him, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but why would you want to open a club when the money you would make in a year from the club doesn't even match up to what you make in like a week or a month or something like that with what you're doing right now. And the lawyer that he knew uh, back in the day and that he was in love with, she came along and I guess they were meeting back up. And one of the first things she said to him was, how's that club? Did you ever open that club? And, you know, he said, no, I'm in, like, other kind of business deals, but it's in the works. Another instance is uh, I remember my son's father when we were friends, and he was telling me about the relationship he had with his ex. They were together for about seven years. And how she wasn't supportive of him going back to school to be a nutritionist. And that's what he wanted to be. He wanted to be a licensed nutritionist. And she just wasn't supportive of that. Because from my understanding, you have to, of course, go to school, test, and then you have to have some supervisory hours, which may make it difficult for you to work another job. As a behavior therapist now, and I'm trying to go for my BCBA, it's kind of the same thing. I need to do field hours and a certain amount of field hours to even qualify to be a BCBA. And if I was dating someone that wasn't supportive of that, I'd feel some type of way. So I remember saying to my son's father, well, if that's what you want to do, That's what you should strive to do. And, you know, that in itself broke his spirits and drove a wedge in that relationship that he had with his ex. And I've had friends, you know, guy friends, you know, had this one friend where he wanted to uh, start like a, record label and he he knew it would take a lot and um you know he was selling on the side and he worked as well 
and he built like a little studio, like a little small studio um, in his basement or something like that. The acoustics were pretty good. He had a few artists. You know, everyone understood like, okay, we're not going to make money right now. So it was like a team. And I remember him telling me how his girl just kept saying, all that energy you're putting into this studio is not going to work. There's so many um, record labels out there, so many other studios out there. What makes you so sure yours is going to work? It's in this like little rundown basement. All that energy you're putting, you need to put all that energy into paying these bills. You need to put all that energy into saving money so we can get a house, this and that. And I said to him, well, but you are paying bills, right? It's not like you're not paying any bills. The rent's paid on time. The card notes are paid on time. She's getting her little gifts here and there. So I was a bit confused as to why wouldn't she want him to pursue a dream, and again, you know, I I come around these situations often with friends, coworkers that come and say, I don't understand why, you know, I'm not getting any support from my girl. If my girl came and told me she wanted to do X, Y, Z, one, she would assume that I would be supportive of that. And two, she would want me to do anything and everything in my power to ensure that her dreams come true. So why can't I get the same in return? Ladies, we need to be more supportive of our brothers. And it's not just relationship-wise. We need to be supportive of our brothers. That means brothers, uncles, it doesn't matter. Your uncle could be 50 years old, 60 years old and say, hey, I want to open up a business. Can you help me? Can you send me some articles? Can you network for me? Can you help me out? Whatever. Okay. We just need to support our brothers, period. Because if we don't, who else is going to do it? Who else? Now, I want to talk about that mental support. There are a lot of our brothers out there that it takes everything in their power to wake up and plant those two feet on the ground to get up and to go to work. And there's sisters out there that going that that's going through that too. But this episode is about our brothers today. Um and they're very depressed. That depression translates into the use of narcotics into alcoholism, into verbal, mental, and sexual abuse of their partners. 
So ladies and gentlemen that are in same-sex relationships, we really need to offer our counterparts that mental support. Now, I know for us ladies, because I do it, when I'm out of work and if I'm dating someone, you know, they're my everything. And with that, I want to tell them about my day. But when it's time for the guys to tell us about our day, I see a lot of women are just over it. They just don't want to hear what they have to say. The same way you need to unwind, they need to unwind too. I know personally for me, I need that time. The time where I park my car, I walk out of my car to get into my place, to take my coat off, jacket off, take my shoes off, all that. I need that time and I need it to be uninterrupted. And when it gets interrupted, sometimes, yeah, it throws me off and I get a little upset. So if my daughter has something to tell me around that time, sometimes I'm just like, I need a moment. And the way that energy is said to her, she'll say, oh my goodness, I just wanted to tell you about my day. Why are you giving me an attitude? And I said, I'm not trying to give you an attitude. I just walked into the door. Like I need five minutes. Just can I get five minutes? Can I get 10 minutes to just say to myself, okay, I'm home. Let me park all that stuff that happened at work with the car. I just need that. And I know a lot of our brothers are not getting that. They're not. Soon as they walk into the door, sisters, we're out here sitting ready to just bark. Ready to tell them you didn't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And they hadn't even like turned the key and opened the door yet. And we're just sitting on the couch. We're just sitting by the door. We are ready to bark at them. Look, you're going to make them not want to come home. All right. When I was living with my son's father, we weren't dating at the time. Um, I was pregnant, so but we weren't dating at the time. Uh, but we had already were locked in a lease. So he decided to stay to help around, you know, with the pregnancy. And I remember him telling me once, you make me not want to come home. And that hurt. You know, I was like, okay. That hurt. I mean, we didn't speak about reasons why or whatever. Again, because we weren't trying to mend anything. But it hurt because I was going through things personally. And he was going through things personally. But instead of bringing it to my attention in another form, you know, we were having some kind of discussion and he said, well, you make me not want to come home. 
It's always something with you. And I was just like taken back by that. And I know at the time I had a lot going on. You know, I'm pregnant, I'm in pain and, you know, gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, always having to go to the doctor. I didn't want to do the job that I was doing anymore. I wanted to go into the career that I am in now. And it's just a lot. So all that, again, translated into negative energy. And that negative energy caused me to bicker, caused me to lash out, and made him not want to come home. Ladies, let me tell you something. If a man feels like he can't come home, you've already lost him. Now, we were already broken up at that time, so I was just I was just like, okay, but it still hurt. It still hurt that whatever I'm doing, whatever energy I'm giving off, it makes you not even want to come to your safe place or to your home. But let me tell you, when he feels like he can't come home or doesn't want to come home, you need to either fix that ASAP because the moment he gets a little attention from someone else, it's a wrap. That, that little window is all that's needed to end your relationship, okay? I mean, for us women, that little window, you know, like I said, we're just mentally and emotionally stronger. So that little window, you know, we could deal with it. We don't want to deal with it, but we analyze other things. We analyze, man, we put like months into this relationship. We put this into this relationship. We put years into this relationship. So let me just deal with it for a little bit. Let me try to fix it. Da, 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 da. A guy is, is not going to think that way. Okay. He's not. And I've had many discussions with dudes and they flat out tell me like, we're just not wired that way. I've even had men say to me, honestly, I haven't dated as many chicks as I've led women to believe. And I recently had a guy tell me that they they just want just that one chick. You know, they're just looking for that one chick. And the process of them looking for that one chick is what leads them to have many females. But they're just not with having many females or running through many women it's just, you know, they'll have like a blow up with a girlfriend and it takes them a long time to process things. So while we as women will have that blow up in an instant, we're processing why we don't want to walk away. Men stew in that hurt for a long time and doing that gives that opportunity for another female to come in and patch it up and ergo they're in another relationship. But keep in mind, fellas, that you not patching up something 
is going to roll into the next one and to the next one and to the next one until you yourself realize I got a lot of work to do. But I know I went on a tangent there, but I had to just give you guys an idea why we need to offer that mental support. We need to give our men some space. You know, I remember recently I was dating this guy and I told him, I said, you have friends for a reason. And he goes, what does that mean? And I said, well, you have friends and I have friends for a reason. That reason is your friends are going to give you something that I can't give you. And of course, I'm giving you something that I hope you're not getting from your friends. And he said, yo, I like that. I need to like use that or let you know my people know that. And this guy, he, he was like in his 40s. And I'm saying to him, so you're telling me no other female said that to you? He goes, never. I've always dated women that once we start dating and getting serious, they want all my time, all my energy. They don't want me to go out. And I'm like, no, I need space from you. I need that moment to myself. I need moments to myself. I don't want you all up on me. And a lot of people will say, well, it's because you ain't affectionate. I'm like, no, I'm really affectionate. I can be overly affectionate at times. I just need that time. I'm an introvert. So I, I need that time. I'm okay being by myself. I need the, the seconds on my own. But ladies, You have to give them that opportunity to be with their friends because if they can't unwind with you, if they can't let go and talk to you and you're not allowing them to do so and you don't want them running to mama, then (laughs) they need another outlet and that is their friends. Support our brother's finances. Support our brothers in a financial matter, the way they support you. I'm saying this because if you're in a solid relationship, right? If you're in a solid relationship with a guy, you're living together, or you're just together for however long, whether even if you're just starting, um, it shouldn't hurt you to get coffee, to buy him lunch, to fill up his gas here and there. Because you're expecting him, right, to buy dinner and take you out movies, do this, this, and that, and et cetera. You're expecting all that. So it shouldn't cost you anything. And by cost you anything, I mean you mentally, you spiritually. It should not. And listen, yo, your girls out there telling you, oh my gosh, girl, you, you just filled his gas tank. They don't know. Or them telling you, you just paid his phone bill. Girl, no, they don't know what he does for you. So if you got a man that's paying shit for you, like off the rip, 
has no issues giving you his card and saying, babe, whatever bills you couldn't cover this month, let's not hurt your credit, right? Whatever bills you didn't cover, here's my card. I paid all my bills already. I got a little bit left. Go ahead, pay it. If you guys are building, it should be this way. And it shouldn't hurt your pride in any way, shape, or form to do the same for him. You know what I'm saying? Now, it becomes an issue when obviously one person is taking advantage of another person. So if he starts to take advantage of that girl, then you need to let that go. Right? Let that go. It's not worth it. So support mentally, support physically, support emotionally. Now let's get to the nitty gritty. We need to support our men sexually. And I know some of you are like, what is up with her? Look, let me tell you, all right? I'm one of those people that I'm greedy. A lot of, and a lot of people say, you want it all. I do. And if I can't have it all, mm, it's not going to sit right with me. You know what I mean? And by wanting it all, I mean, I want that support mentally. I want that support emotionally. I want that support spiritually. And you're damn sure best to believe I want that support sexually. Because you can have, you can do all all the other three. But let me tell you, I'm not faking it for nobody. So we're just going to leave it at that. But ladies, yeah. Uh, During the courtship, you know, get him to tell you what he likes. And if you're comfortable with it, then go for it. If you're not comfortable with it, then that's that moment where you can let it go. But if you guys have a solid relationship and he comes to you with some off the wall, you know, like, nah, I'm just not with that. Think about it, right? See where you guys can negotiate. I don't like using the word compromise because in my opinion, compromising means we both got to lose something, right? It's not beneficial for either one of us. I like to say negotiate because when you negotiate, you're already coming to the table knowing, all right, we're not going to get everything we want, but we're going to get some of the things we want. When you come to the table compromise, I feel like one person already, or maybe both, has this mentality like, I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to push, 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 push for this. But when you're in business and it's time to sit in the the negotiation chair or table, you already know, okay, this is probably a no right here. This is probably a definite no. But if I do this or I change that, or if I bring this to the table, then I could possibly change that to a maybe, to a yes. You're already, you know, making these assumptions in your mind. So ladies, when a guy comes to you with something sexually, believe me, you, he's probably already in his mind thinking, okay, 
how I'm going to present this to her. If I say it like this, she's going to say this. If I say it like that, da, da, da. He's already hesitant. So trust me, he's had copious amount of times speaking to himself and analyzing, maybe asking other people questions before he presents it to you. And give him that time. Give him that energy to, you know, present to you his little PowerPoint presentation on what he would want to try. And if it's not too far off the wall, <laughs> then try it. Try it. Um, because, again, you don't want him to go somewhere else to try one little thing that you guys could have negotiated on and found a good middle ground. Again, if it's against your religion or whatever, then all those things should have sat, should have been discussed and mentioned in the beginning. But if you never, you know, said to him, I'm not comfortable doing ABC and he feels as though, okay, we've been rocking for two, three years now, maybe I can bring this to her attention. You let him to believe that maybe he could bring this to your attention. Okay. So the, the fault and onus is kind of on you, right? But I just want us to understand that our brothers go through a lot. That anxiety of just being a black man is enough that they don't need us right? They don't need us to belittle them, to beat them down. They need us to uplift, help, support, and sometimes guide them in a way that we're not mothering them. And that's my opinion. I'm not going to mother you, right? That moment of nurture that you needed, if you didn't get from your mom, I'm sorry, I can't give it to you. I can refer you to a therapist that can help you understand why you're acting the way you are, but that type of nurture, I can't give right? We as women can't give and we shouldn't try to give. I can offer a different kind of nurture, a different kind of love, different kind of affection and support. So ladies, 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 please, please, please show your partner some love, support, and affection whenever you can, so he doesn't go off getting it somewhere else. Remember, we are what we think.